Ladies and gentlemen, here it is. The most listened to radio show on the planet. Even the other stations are tuned in too. Check, check, check. What up, world? This is the man with the plan, Bird McGurk, a.k.a. B.R. the King of Hearts. And you are now tuned in to Clocking Out, the podcast you listen to when you need to get motivated and inspired to doing bigger and better things. What is going on, everybody? How you doing? How you living? How you been? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Clocking Out. Today, we are recording live on Twitter Spaces. For anyone who is listening, you can listen back to this episode on the audio streaming feature on Twitter called Spaces, or if not, you can take a look at any of our playlists or any of your choice of audio streaming platforms. It'll be updated today. Um, today, we have a, a guest speaker by the name of Mello. Mello, what's going on? How you doing? How you been? I'm doing well, man. Thanks for having me. How you doing today? I'm doing pretty good, man. How's everything over there? Where actually are you? I know that you're uh, you're traveling around right now. Where are you right now at the moment? Yeah, right now I'm at Lake Ozarks, uh, Lake of the Ozarks. Uh, I'm actually on a mobile office right now on a Tritune, shockingly enough. Um, but uh, yeah, living that lake life these past few weeks. Uh, how, how has that been? Uh, but what's the most, um, out of all the places that you've been traveling to and everything, what's the most exciting or the most uh, the most fun that you've been to that you've seen the most amazing things or things? I mean, have you traveled before? Have you done this before and, and done traveling all over? Or is this your first time? I mean, across the states, it is my first time uh, like this. I, I've traveled to more countries than states before this road trip. Um, favorite place so far, I'd have to say, aside from VCon, uh, Miami. Miami is, uh, is like its own little paradise over there, for sure. But I gotta say, Hawaii, I haven't been to Hawaii on this trip, but Hawaii in general, uh, I've been out there, and that is, you know, you know, I'm an island person. I love beaches, so uh, I love it out there as well. Nice, man. I haven't even I haven't been to Miami myself. I'm hoping to. I got family over there, so I definitely got to make a trip over there. But before we get more into uh, where you've been hitting as far as your your journey right now, as far as jumping from state to state over here in the country, um, what give us some more information about yourself? Who who are you? What's your background? What's your experience in the Web3 space? Let us know a little bit of what you've done, what you're doing, and uh, so we can get a better idea of who you are as a person. Yeah, of course. Um, thanks for asking. So I guess tech, I mean, it's been in my whole life. My father had this uh, retail storefront and Cal Computers uh, in the San Francisco Bay Area. So pretty much grew up in a computer shop. So, uh, But in my earlier days, I will admit, I was more of a gamer, wasted uh, a lot of time. And I say wasted very uh, carefully because, I mean, I guess it was necessary time to go through. Um, to, to do less gaming now as I'm older, but went down a gaming route, um, ended up going to college in San Luis Obispo, didn't want anything to do with the family business, um, and then came back as a dog trainer. I got my dog first year in college. She changed my life. Um, she's actually part of the reason, the main reason why I you know made this shift last year that you'll hear about. Um, but long story short, moved back home and I realized there's more money in IT, uh, my bread and butter, so to speak, than dog training. So I really followed the money at that point in time. I think this was like circa 2012 uh, when I really made that shift. And I also discovered Bitcoin that year. Um, so started mining it early on. Didn't really know um, how far it would go. You know, we used to joke it's just mag magic internet money. 
um, <laughs> you know, M-I-M, mime. Um, but, you know, kind of fast forward, I stayed involved. Um, but instead of, you know, this brand Bitmonkey that you see, I formed it in 2014. And it was originally going to be like this Bitcoin consulting, travel around the world, do seminars. But like the small focus group of people that I asked, you know, they had no idea what they what this was. Half the responses were it's a Ponzi scheme. Don't waste your time. Don't don't bet your whole career on it. Yada, yada, yada. I mean, I got a, just all the crazy types of responses you can imagine. So, you know, that shifted me more into competing with Geek Squad at that time. So when I started Bitmonkey in 2014, it was more of an IT focused business. Um, and then I evolved into B2B just because I liked working with businesses more. I like developing those relationships long term with those businesses. It was better than dealing with, you know, these one-off calls uh, that were residential that were, you know, I'm sorry to say, but more of a pain than anything, right? So uh, evolved into B2B and then into web development. Um, I want to say this was like the last crypto winner. Uh, and mind you, each crypto winner, I'm still involved. I'm still mining. I'm still doing my thing. Um, but I'm not really talking about it. I'm just kind of lurking in the shadows, so to speak. Um, and it wasn't in, until last year, January 4th, I had to put down my doggo, Optimo of uh, 2021. And I just stopped. I stopped everything. I stopped a few months before when she was diagnosed. Stopped working, canceled all my big jobs, you know, did what I had to do, and then just stopped working and really reevaluated, like, Am I happy? And I wasn't. So kind of fast forward to VFriends launch. A few months before VFriends launch, I had heard Gary talking, NFTs, NFTs, NFTs. And I had bought some Ethereum back in, I want to say it was like 2017, 2018 when it was 10 bucks a pop. So I had some to play with already and got involved and started to see a potential, a future started to kind of relive those moments of forming the bitmonkey brand originally when i was supposed to kind of follow in i wanted to rather follow in i want to say it was andre uh, i forget how to pronounce his name antonopolis he's a big bitcoin maxi og speaker um really wanted to follow in his footsteps now i have that opportunity to now i can go full time into doing what i want to do so as of November last year, I retired from the IT industry and I'm full-time Web3. Um, and kind of fast forward to this year, went to Portugal for the first four months. Uh, and now I've been on this cross-country road trip for primarily for VCon in NFT NYC. Um, and I just kind of made it a thing and I've been on the road three months. And now here we are. So I tried to be as brief as possible. I hope that was uh, what you were looking for. Yeah, no, that's that's amazing, man. That's uh, you you've been on a crazy ride, man, and and condolences. I know what it's like to uh, to lose a member of the family, especially you know when you have them as a baby and everything, and you go through training and stuff like that. So condolences. I know that's not easy to do. Um, but what was it about when you first started hearing about Gary V and the NFT project and everything like that? What was it about it that attracted you not only to V friends but just NFTs in general? 
Can you give us a little bit of information of, of what was the first thing that, that told you to keep an eye on it? Was it something just because it was related to crypto or was there anything regarding the functionality of the blockchain or just another way to um, basically create something different and, and uh, try something new? Because it, it's like a it's a new form of technology. It's been around for a while, but in a sense of actually creating community and making projects and things like that. I know that that's what a lot of people are normally trying to take advantage of. But what's the first thing when you first heard about nfts or the v friends project that really caught your attention that showed you that it's something that you should look into or keep an eye on as soon as i heard gary v speak of it i mean i had seen him kind of mention it in previous vlogs because i was a heavy I, I went back and watched all of those daily beats you know um but as soon as i saw him touting as much as he was i was like okay it's time like it's time i've been waiting for this since 2012 so that's all it took um, and kind of trusting in him and what he's doing and how he wouldn't uh, um, destroy his personal brand. He spent his entire career on his own building, right? And even when he was at Wine Library, um, he spent a lot of time. Um, he wouldn't just go destroy that for a money grab. So I would say it was those two things that really just said, all right, get as many V friends as you can, um, you know, without, you know, of course, having that mindset of, if it does go to zero, it doesn't affect you. Um, so that was always a number one for me going into it, for sure. And what was something? But I'd say it was those two variables. Nice man. Uh, yeah, I was in the, the the same way. I'm 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 one of those people that I uh, for a while I questioned what Gary would share, but then after I started seeing his track record of being right and really doing the homework of seeing how involved he was in the spaces, and he wasn't the type of person just to say things just to say it, and he actually would do his due diligence of looking into it and putting in the time and work of actually trying to better understand whatever space or area he was getting into before announcing it and sharing it to everybody. So that's what really got me to. He's basically like an open mentor to everybody where he does things and he does it for free and he's that that's like the big big plus when it comes to Gary V and the V friends community and everything it's it's really just being able to have access to all that information and really all you have to do is just show up and give some of your time and uh, the more dedicated that you are and the more open you are about talking to other people and being open about your ideas and networking the better chances you have of learning more stuff and meeting new people you know um, so I, I definitely agree with that whenever it comes to gary v and the v friends crew and everything um besides for v friends is there another project that caught your attention early on um whether it be from their their core focus of what they developed the project for or maybe the art design or style or even the communities um is there a certain one besides for v friends because everyone of course when they all jump into certain spaces being that we all i'm pretty sure a lot of us met each other through v friends is there any other one that you would compare or say that it's something similar community wise or maybe um project utilization or even um artistically that you would say uh, is another one of your favorites besides for v friends oh that's a tough question man there's a handful right um shoot that's a tough question yuga labs is a is the top of the list uh what they did right place right time um executing when they needed to most um and then the community around that um shoot that's a tough one man because i mean i want to say crypto punks but at the same time uh, i watched those go practically at a free mint but i was distracted with something else in life so i chose not to uh kind of focus on crypto at that time but uh, 
I'll get back to you on that. Like off the top of my head, uh, I'd say Yuga Labs. Nice, yeah. And what about as far as your your experience in the Web three space and IT and all that stuff? What was your what what's what part of that is your favorite part? Do you just like the technical aspect of stuff and coding and contract writing and all that, or do you like networking with other people and working alongside other projects and other brands and creatives? Like, what's your favorite part about all that technical aspect and being really in there? Because a lot of people like myself. I'm not experiencing the tech stuff or the coding stuff. Like I understand enough of it to understand how it gets from point A to point B and why it's it's important that if you actually own an official NFT that you actually own it and that the blockchain doesn't lie and it tells you who whose wallet it's in, what they paid for, where it came from. Things like that intrigue me. But what about the whole NFT blockchain and, and Web3 space? Is it that really got you to the point that you wanted to make a living off of it and do it? Uh, just realizing that um, kind of mass adoption is right around the corner. Realizing that I have an opportunity to help teach certain people, a certain niche, so to speak. I don't intend on teaching everybody. Um, I know maybe my style or the way I talk doesn't vibe with everybody. But I can play my part in teaching, you know, a certain group, so to speak, right? Um, but... Just knowing that it's a matter of time until this is, um, I don't want to say it's going to take over everything, but I've been a Bitcoin maxi early on. So kind of going back to that, um, for me, it was like, okay, it's time. It's time to stop ignoring kind of this pull that you've been feeling all this, these years that you keep going the other direction. Like you keep squirreling off left when you're supposed to go right. Like, um, I would say that's the top of the list. And what was one of your main focuses or what what was it that inspired you around the time when you decided to create um, not only Bitmonkey Studios? Because you're along with VFriends, Bitmonkey was one of the first communities that I joined that I felt comfortable in um, when you guys were doing the more monkey mob stuff. And besides for that community that you build what what inspired you and what gave you the idea to start making more monkey bites and what started that whole whole um journey oh yeah and and to go back i realized i didn't fully answer um that that question before is i've always loved to experiment you know to test uh create my own little laboratory so to speak whether you know as you know my background i, I had access to equipment uh i would always set up my own desk in the garage or Anytime I'd get on my own, you know, in life, like 17 and on, uh, whether it's in the garage or my room, I'd turn it into a laboratory more often than not. Uh, and it'd be focused around what I was focused on. So if it was um, kind of like the virtual environment, VMware, uh, all that fun stuff, like I had a VM lab that, you know, I kind of mimicked uh, a huge corporate infrastructure in my garage just to practice before I started taking on those contracts. Um, so I've always loved to experiment. And now with this technology here, um, I mean, going back to Moral Monkey Mob, what inspired me was simply to give back to Gary and his community. Uh, I've gotten so much from his content. I built, you know, the second part of the decade with Monkey entire business off of this content. I learned how to price things differently. 
in a way that's more manageable to the client, right? That doesn't appear so large of a number when you break it down in such a way. I learned that from all of his content. Um, it, it inspired me to become a digital marketer, which I did in the B2B space, um, primarily for companies who were direct to consumer, right? Um, so always love to experiment, always love to challenge. And I feel like that's why it's, it's time this decade, it's time to really focus on one thing and it's web three. Um, I'm not going to shy away from Bitcoin. Don't get me wrong. Um, crypto in general, but you know, that, that really just, you know, and, and having to put down Optimo, I have this sense of freedom that I've, I've worked for, for my entire career. And now I can go to any country I can, I can go, you know, between my two home bases um, and kind of pop around uh, as I see fit. So um, I'm kind of at a point where giving back is the right thing to do. It feels good. Um, so that's really what inspired the Moral Monkey Mob as well. And then NFT Bytes, um, that was a project that, Monkey Bytes rather, um, but you'll see where our tag is NFT Bytes. Shout out, Luke, you must be tuning in on the account right now. Um, that I started with a good friend, my brother from another mother, Scott, who's actually right next to me right now. Uh, it's hella funny. Uh, we, you know, I had this idea for this this project called Monkey Bites back, and I want to say it formed in May of last year. Uh, and then we launched in July of last year. But it was a project that was just so freaking large, like all the funds, and there was just two of us. Um, so we got to a point where we decided to break it down. You know, we went around this. He's still in Web3, of course. Um, and now you see Moral Monkey Bites, right? Kind of birthing from that as one of the funds that um, we're executing on, which and art has influenced in the direction of like the spotlight program and the build program really playing off of our two strengths um and bringing value to token holders through those methods right so uh, i'll stop talking i think i uh, i answered it let me know if i didn't because <laughs> i can squirrel off too and keep going no, nah, no, nah, there's no problem, man. The more the more we know about your 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 build up and more about you, the better, man. So, um, it's great that you want to give back. I feel like Gary Gary triggers that in people, which I, I really love and what really attracted me to this whole thing of what he's doing and what he's been building for so many years is just the fact that it was hard to believe in the beginning that someone would be that giving and that that you know just to. You know, in a world where everyone's like, oh, you know, here's a snippet of this and then click my link and buy this course to get the rest. You know, he was just like, no, I'm not going to do that. I Like just here, like, you know, here's all the information. Here's what I do. Here's how I do it. Here's why I do it. Here's what works and what doesn't. This is the reason why I'm sharing it with you. This is my um, basically my track record of what I can prove and why I feel that I, I have the, the, the right to share this with you. You know, he has the experience hands-on. So it's always good to learn from someone like that, especially when they're not trying to get at your pocket. So that was one thing that really attracted me to Gary also as well. And his whole thing about giving back, I used to hesitate about that because I felt like I didn't have anything to give anybody or offer of value. Um, you know, being that he's so popular and, and famous to the point now of what he's built on his own just by being who he is and just by openly sharing information 
information it just it it it, uh it disrupted the way that people went about this whole thing of content creating as well as information gathering and sharing which i really love and why i love your project also as well and what attracted me to uh bitmonkey studios at first with the whole more monkey mob and why i i was so involved in every day trying to jump into the discord and everything my thing was that i wanted to get to know as many people that were in that environment or had that vibe as far as being openly um like communicating with each other openly and sharing thoughts and ideas and also just being honest on feedback and and critiquing each other without it being in in a in a malicious or 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 downgrading type of way where people tend to be like oh well you should do it like this you should do it like that so I, I fell in love with that also Gary and also what you were building as well and the whole moral monkey bites um I see that you guys are doing amazing things with, with the utility that you have with the project and and the amazing designs as well done by uh Miss Amanda um also as well that if uh if you can get into that as far as how how did you come across meeting Amanda and working together with her and and um deciding on choosing monkeys as your theme for this whole thing how did that come about of course before i get started though uh i just want to touch on something you said of of kind of questioning yourself of not whether whether or not you know you bring value um i think we all do i think if you give your audience your time right whether it's through a recording or a live stream uh like i don't mean to get all cheesy and anything but like time is our most valuable asset so how you choose to spend that time is very important um i think right so giving your time we all know something so just time will help that kind of like reveal itself if you spend time in front of the camera if you spend time recording and posting you'll get better like gary he says it's all about the repetition tasting testing so i just wanted to add that little snippet before i get started on moral monkey bites um with moral monkey bites you know the main utility here is first and foremost it's a project focused on giving back more than we receive uh we really wanted to test the boundaries on just how much we can give back while also rewarding our artists atop the list more than anybody else on the team which we've accomplished um through our payment splitter through our agreement through what we set up right um now going into the 55 percent of all proceeds both mint and secondary those will fund what's called a give back fund. And there's three benefactors from there. There's the spotlight program, the build program, as well as subdomain uh, claiming for mbt.eth. You'll notice on my, my name right now, I'm speaking malo.pcc.eth. Um, that's Penelope's Country Club, which the founders is an OG in the space. Um, and their developer released this code of this system, this subdomain claim based off of if you own a token from a collection that you specify, you can claim a subdomain. I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was something really fun to incorporate. I didn't know how to do it, but I figured it out. So uh, what's next on the list is just finishing that dap. We should be live in a little layer of utility, short-term utility, if you're not interested in the spotlight and build programs. At the very least, with each Moral Monkey Byte that you mint or buy off of secondary, you can claim a subdomain of mbt.eth for as long as you hold that Monkey Byte, right? If you, I think you can list it, but if you sell it or transfer it, that's when your subdomain essentially reverts itself and somebody else can go claim your name. Um, now getting into the spotlight and build program, these are fun. 
the spotlight is where we do just that. It's going to be one spotlight per month. Uh, and then for every build, uh, it's every three spotlights. We're going to build for one. Um, and we do just that. We spotlight an artist within, a within our community. The requirement is you have to own a Moral Monkey Bite to um, be considered. Um, and then once you're selected, we'll buy your work. We'll have a certain budget in mind that we'll be more vocal about. We're still you know, working out those details. Um, we then give that NFT to other token owners. We have you on both of our shows. We promote you for one full month. Uh, and then some, of course, right? Provide you with clipped content ready to go, um, creative ready to use that you could curate and repost and promote across all of your social platforms. Um, and that's that with the spotlight. And then for the build, it's the prerequisite here is, of course, you have to be a holder and you have to have been selected for the spotlight program. Um, but with the build is we'll build your website, we'll build your smart contract, uh, we'll work with you developing your smart contract, and we'll cover all front and back end development costs, getting you off the ground. Uh, we'll even cover the gas fees for deploying that smart contract. And this is all provided through the give back fund. So keeping in mind, these, these programs will only operate as long as there's ETH in these funds. Um, but we estimate, I mean, even with a, a generous 50% uh, unique uh, owners across the entire collection, uh, we can get to one, uh, we can get to everybody, essentially. We can spotlight everybody. I can't say we can build for everybody, but uh, there's a lot that we can do with the money that we're giving back. But it, it really relies on the belief in you, the belief in uh, our community and the belief in, in people from the outside looking in of, of what we're trying to build here. Uh, and then to build off that, you know, uh, Monkey Bites is a name that I trademarked last year for the OG project. And this is Moral Monkey Bites. So there's going to be more. Um, so some little alpha for the subdomain claim. If you rock it, if you claim one and rock it as your primary um, ENS address, uh, it's going to be your front row ticket to everything that Bitmonkey Studio, Bitmonkey 3.0, Bitmonkey Labs does moving forward. Um, so I, I hope that uh, kind of summarizes everything there. No, yeah, that sounds great. You got a lot of stuff going on and a lot of utility, a lot of ways to give back to the community and all who are supporting and showing love, which I really love. I love that whole concept and idea. Um, but uh, the other thing I wanted to ask is uh, when it came to what what came to you deciding on picking monkeys? What came to you? Um, what? Well, we all know. Uh, uh, I, I wish she was here, man. I would have wanted to ask her a few questions. Also, uh, Amanda, I got to get her on and do an episode with her also and, and have her talk about her working dogs project. But um, how did that come about? How did you guys link up and meet up and, and decide on picking monkeys for the project and all the designs and things like that? I know that must have been really creative. Also, I like all the the not only the uh, backgrounds, but also the monkey designs themselves. I'm a big fan. I'm in love. I've said it so many times of the gumball machine monkey i don't know what it is but i'm stuck on that one there's so many good ones but that is my all-time favorite so what was it that inspired or made you pick monkeys and what was the the creative process like when coming up with the designs for them as well on the monkeys front it's as simple as i like monkeys i've always liked monkeys um i've always been called a monkey since i was a kid uh climbing things climbing trees uh back you know, when my dad had his business uh, at its peak, he had, a, you know, extra stock rooms of just cases of boxes stacked up. And I'd be climbing through there making forts and hiding and just having the most fun. So I was always called monkey 
um i've always vibed with monkeys so that you know and with me kind of forming that name that brand and choosing bitmonkey studio as a name i felt it was only right to choose monkeys um and then how i connected with amanda's community uh v friends community um she joined i can't remember if i'm being honest the first interaction at this moment um but early on like she was a part of the community she was uh putting in entries for certain contests that we were holding through the more monkey mob and even before um she actually drew the discord banner that we have that you see and they have different types of monkeys right uh and that's what inspired me you know and this was many months after the discord banner i was like man it's a really awesome monkeys i should ask amanda if she'd be interested in uh working on something together and you know i came up with just a rough idea of what i had in mind and she's really helped uh shift the utility and tokenomics underlying but like the, the main focus has never changed and it's always been about giving back right uh and also you know making sure that artists don't get the short end of the stick right so um but uh, yeah i would say early on like she was just a big part of the community and bitmonkey tv and being there and, and playing the spin wheels on the show for giveaways for uh she's won a whole bunch of stuff uh i gotta say she's she's, she's um so yeah I was, and, and, um i chose monkeys and we based it off of here we have a video we're working on of the evolution of the monkey from starfish from where when we first you know, first called collab meeting for this idea for this project uh and i think it's really special to uh to post yeah you're you're rugging a little bit i don't know if there's any uh, you moved or something and you, you lost the service <laughs> Can you hear? Up, oh, up, oh, uh oh! All right, hold on. Let's get him back up here as a as a speaker. For some reason, he got knocked down. There we go. We're sending him another request to speaker. There we go. Sorry about that. No, not a problem. Not a problem. Hey, it's it happens. It happens. It is what it is. <laughs> um, this week, that, my that, first two rugs on Twitter. Yeah, Crazy. <laughs> um, so so far we got that. Um, as far as you linking up with her and uh, liking her idea and um, wanting to, to to work on something with her because you like the idea from the banners and everything that she did and she's always giving back. After that, it started rugging a bit. Ah, okay. So it was from that monkey that I had the thought like, ooh, could she, would she rather, would she, not could she. I knew she had... Um, the skill sets to pull it off right but like would she want to work together on something uh and then i asked right you don't know if you don't ask but i definitely asked with a vision in mind um and that that vision definitely didn't change but the utility underlying changed for the better through her input you know wanting her to get involved and having a say in exactly what we're doing you know uh rather than just drawing the art i really wanted her to have a say in and how we gave back so uh it's just been an absolute pleasure working with her i wish she was here too to to kind of chime in on her experience with um you'll have to have her on the show if you haven't already 
No, definitely. Um, I'm I'm definitely gotta gotta reach out to her and see what uh her availability is like to see if I could get her on the show. I also love her her live streams as well and how she draws with all her guests and things like that. So that's amazing. I definitely wanna have her on so that she can uh not only share um her experience working with you and coming up with the designs for the Moral Monkey Bites, but also uh share more about her other project as well of working dogs. But definitely I gotta reach out there. Let her know that I'm I'm looking for her, that I I, I would like to have her on as a guest. But um yeah, man, I, I love the designs. I love all that. Um, before we keep moving forward, what was uh, some ideas? Like, did you guys make a list of the themes you would give each? I don't know if you would call it the themes or... But but you know how they have the lava monkey and then you got like the... the um, shit, man, I don't know what the hell you would call it. Like the see-through laser monkey with like the green lines and everything that looks like he has uh, lightsabers going through him. Or the my favorite, of course, the gumball monkey. Like, is was there a list? Was it hard to come up with a list or a theme and say, okay, these we're going to use and these we're not? Or how was that whole process like? How long did that take to actually decide, all right, these are the ones that we're going to be sticking with. These are the backgrounds. Just to give people an idea as far as how it's like in that process of creating your own project and coming up with themes. And, and certain items to put it in and, and whatnot? Yeah, that's a good question. So I definitely had a pre preset idea of how many number of layers I'd, I'd like, you know, how many different categories, so to speak, uh, between background, fur, face. Do we want it to be face? Do we want it to be personality? Um, can we do head props with that? So I had an idea of everything, but it did shift, right? I'm not going to lie. Um, what I originally pitched as far as the number of layers and the ideas that we had shifted because uh, one thing that was static that I didn't want to waver on was the personality types. That was like at the top of my list when I, I shared with her my idea with all the layers and the different categories, so to speak. Um, the personality types correlate with the nine box anagram. Um, so you have number one reformer, and so forth, right? And each face type, Amanda and I spent a lot of time going back and forth saying, all right, you know, I was teaching her slash also relearning uh, what each number was defined as, you know, online through various uh, studies and other postings, right? Through other websites. Um, but we came up with these face types, these expressions, so to speak, from that, correlated with that. So um, that was really fun. But I would say it's, it's very important to to know what you want going into it um unless of course you have that agreement with an artist like let's say you're thinking about starting a project but you're both in the same position like you can build it together from from idea to concept to building the team that you need to kind of complement everything right but uh i guess it would really depend like as far as because i know it was a two-part question um like first part is yes i came to her with a general list and and the lists got more well defined like i didn't have all the exact uh head props and tail props listed out those were ideas that i mean we had weekly meetings for months um from the generative asset side of things to marketing to just everything and uh the teams really like were it was it was a team effort in coming up with all of the specific uh, props but you know as far as like the seven layers or um and then the legendaries which have yet to be minted um but we have 13 total uh one of ones or 14 total one of ones forgive me uh that i'm very excited for someone to mint. 
And I hope that answers that. I know I scrolled from kind of back and forth between the two answers. No, you did great. That's fine. The other thing I wanted to ask before we started moving a little bit uh, more into what's coming up next for more Monkey Bites and Bitmonkey Studio. Um, what was one of the things that you feel um, as creating a new project was one of the most difficult or most scary like what were what was the most thing that you thought was going to be really difficult to do being that you have a background in coding and everything like that i know it probably wasn't that um but what was it coming when you first decided you were going to start the project that you felt was one of the obstacles that would be hard to uh, either hard to accomplish or scary to try to take on in your opinion um what was your experience like on something that you kind of were a little scary or a little scared of doing or a little worried uh, when it came to that point that you would meet up that that roadblock block or that speed bump in the road what's something in your experience of building the project or working with others that you felt was uh something that you were able to learn from and conquer that you didn't think you would do unless you started a project so development this is going to shock you right as you said development background so i technically don't have a development background i, I was more hardware software early on uh, and then i graduated into networking uh, residential and then more uh, B2B and then I did get certified under Cisco equipment and Microsoft um, environments to to work you know for police departments and a lot of shocking companies that you would have never guessed that I've worked for uh, as a private contractor or independent contractor through a third party um, so that's my background is more networking understanding how the internet works um, that's really what kind of caught my eye with Bitcoin and seeing its potential uh, early on. So I went down the path of becoming a computer network engineer. But with that, I've worked in a lot of uh, terminals, different command line interfaces. Um, early on, I would you know build computers for fun and then deploy a certain distribution of Linux, uh, which in the early days, most of it was command line. So, um, but the development was like my biggest thing because we had developers lined up um, good friend of mine that i grew up with his um whole kind of crew there in ukraine but this was before everything as we know happened happened right so um him and his entire team were really displaced and just couldn't commit to being our devs anymore and i, I totally understood so we were kind of scrambling midway through like oh shoot what are we gonna do and I was like, ah, I've always wanted to learn how to deploy smart contracts. I know I can do it if I just uh, dedicate the time to learning. So I did that. Um, so that was my biggest fear with launching this project was the uncertainty on who the devs were going to be and whether or not I could do it without any technical flaws. Um, and we ended up pulling it off. And yeah, yeah. Top of the list development was the scariest thing on this one, for sure. But we came out the other side, we learned a lot, and we're, we're excited for this future of building. Um, and I think it's very important as uh, whether you want to call yourself a founder, creator, um, general manager, leader of a project, it's good to understand how things work uh, in your company, in your project. You don't have to understand the you know foundational things of how to create one from scratch, but if you understand how to look at a smart contract, how to pick it apart, I think it's very important, um, especially if you're hiring third-party devs, which, you know, as we start to bring more people on board outside devs, I'll be able to audit what they do and kind of see and, and make sure that they're being 
um, honest with her work and they're not trying to be malicious in any way. So I definitely think that's very important if um, you're willing to kind of, you know, take that on uh, as a leader, so to speak. That's great, man. I love it. And is there anything else that you're working on right now um, that you would like to share with us that's coming up in, in any the next few days or anything regarding uh, Bitmonkey Studios or more Monkey Bites? And for anyone who's listening, um, all the links pertaining to the project, whether it's OpenSea, their YouTube, um, their Twitter, um, even uh, Amanda, who designed the monkeys as well, is all up top. I put the links up there as well. Uh, let me actually add one more of the links, which is for the youtube oh no the youtube is already up there the next one is for the discord i'm gonna put up there also as well for anyone who's interested in getting more information and becoming part of the more monkey mob um uh, family just join the discord also as well to stay up to date um they do a great job of informing everybody and contacting everyone and also yes before we go can you explain uh your discord actually and uh the way that you guys run it and how you guys have it active and everything i know it's not like an everyday thing it's usually monday through friday um um, so if you can give some information on the Discord also as well. Of course. And yeah, that was another big fear um, early on was, uh, you know, Discord. And I got to shout out the team for, for being there. Luke, um, Gary, and Sash, you know, behind the scenes, doing a lot of work behind the scenes, um, helping keep things moving along. So um Shout out Gary. He's also known as Broken in the Discord. He was a huge part of the Moral Monkey Mob as well in being there for. I'm sure you experienced those one on ones with early on too when I was working, you know, on other things or, you know, had certain, you know, still working IT at that time. Uh, so I was juggling a lot and he would come and, and be here in that Discord, just um, a constant voice that you can trust on to, to, to be there when I'm not there. So um, having community managers and discord managers that you can trust um, that you enjoy speaking with every week, even if it's not related to quote unquote work, I think is very important. Uh, and, you know, our discord, is, it's a baby right now, um, but we do have big plans for it. And, you know, we're, we're doing things how we wanted to organically, um, you know, and very slow and, and making sure that we attract the right audience and not just so yeah, on the Discord, back to my home base in California. You're rugging a little bit again, also. No, okay. There, there you I go. There you, there you go. Now, you, now you're bars, better. Yeah. Now you're better. <laughs> where, where, where'd you lose me there? Was it just a quick rug? Uh, it, uh, a little bit at the end, right before I, I, I interrupted you, we got um, uh, when you were mentioning the, the next few things for the Discord at the end right there. Yeah, we got a lot of plan for the Discord, so I encourage everybody listening to this. If you're not already in there, pop in. Uh, we have monkeybytes.io forward slash Discord. We'll take you there. Uh, bitmonkey.gg forward slash Discord. We'll take you there as well. Um, and then as far as kind of what I'm up to... Um, Moral Monkey Bites Public Mint is live. Um, so go check them out if you haven't already at NFT Bites on Twitter, monkeybites.io. Uh, we do have a new website that we're pushing that's going to be mobile friendly uh, before the weekend. So I'm excited for that. Um, and then Bitmonkey TV. Um, I'm really focusing all my time and energy outside of 
um, moral monkey bites uh, to really build Bitmonkey TV to be here long term. Um, you know, I first started that last year for fun, uh, and it's really grown into something special. So you're going to see a lot of activity. Uh, I already have some uh, a big guest lined up for episode 777, which is a few years down the road, but that just shows uh, kind of my commitment. So if you're not already aware, please do uh, put bitmonkey.tv in your browser. It'll take you to our YouTube channel. Uh, and subscribe, follow, uh, hit the bell to stay updated for when we go live. Uh, and then also, Miss Manda Art, shout out her live. She moved her IG live on Tuesdays over to YouTube. So I encourage everybody, if you enjoyed her show on IG, um, please go search Miss Manda Art or Amanda Newman. Uh, her, you know, her familiar avatar should pop up there of her work, one of her working dogs there. Um, give her a follow, a subscribe as well. Um, I'm I'm so happy to see her make that leap to YouTube. I think it's a very powerful platform for the next 10, 20 years. Easy. I love it, man. Um, so we're about to wrap this up. Is there anyone in the audience that would like to ask any questions related to Bitmonkey Studios or the Moral Monkey Bites project? Anybody at all, please just raise a hand and we'll ask some questions before we get out of here. Also, for anyone who is listening right now, I'm doing a screenshot. Uh, if you would like, today we have a POAP to commemorate the space. I was going to do a secret word, but for some reason I'm having some issues with the secret word. What is going on, everybody? I just wanted to jump on here real quick. We were having some technical difficulties while we were recording live on the Twitter spaces, and uh, we were met with an issue regarding today's POAP. So I wanted to jump in here real quick. And for anyone who is listening, we are giving you the opportunity to collect today's POAP or this week's POAP, okay? This week, our secret phrase to collect this week's POAP is banana split. Capital B, capital S, all one word. Banana split. No space at the end of the word, all right? So if you go to your POAP app and you open your POAP app and you go down to the right-hand corner where it says Mint, you click that, then you're going to click on Secret Word and you're going to enter Banana Split. Thank you, guys. Again, I like to give everybody a heads up. I am not a graphic designer or a professional artist, uh, so <laughs> I apologize if it's something that people are too happy about. But every week, I'm trying to do my best to create my own poll apps for all the spaces and commemorate um, having you guys show up and show some love and support and also show love to all our guest speakers and the projects that they're working on. Um, Thank you so much for coming by, for being our guest speaker, for sharing everything. Uh, I hope that you guys, I'm looking forward to what you guys are coming out with. I can't wait to see what's up next. Um, and yeah, is there anything you want to tell us before we get out of here? Man, I just want to say thank you. Thank you to you for hosting this. JB, Luke, Buzzed B, Token Click, Saqib, G is for great. Uh, also, uh, and I'm sorry, can I can't pronounce those characters? And then Lee Wang and Thomas, and everybody who's listening to this recording down the road. Um, if you have any questions, my DMs are always open. Um, I do know a scam when I see one, so don't try nothing, but yeah, <laughs> um, I'm just so grateful that uh, everyone took the time to tune in, and, and you in particular for, for hosting this. Uh, had a great time. 
Thank you very much for taking the time and, and for joining us. And again, everybody, if you're looking to get more information on the Moral Monkey Bites uh, project, as well as become part of the Moral Monkey um, Monkey Fam, please look up on the links. I've put the links up top for the Discord, also for the YouTube channel. Also, be sure to check out Amanda and what she has going on with her Working Dogs project. And uh, just follow Moral Monkey Bites. Um, the, they're also in the crowd that one of the listeners follow their account. If you also go to my YouTube, I mean, to my uh, Instagram, I've also posted, posted up some of this stuff and tagged them too. Before later on today, we will be posting this episode on all of your favorite audio streaming services in case you guys want to listen to it on either a Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, so on and so forth. If not, you can also come back here on Twitter and listen to it on Twitter spaces. Um, I want to thank everybody for taking your time, for the time, for coming and joining us on these spaces. Melo, thank you so much for being our guest speaker today. I can't wait to see what you guys got coming up next with the more monkey bites project and uh yeah man i hope everybody has a great day enjoy stay safe i love y'all okay beautiful thanks again man keep going keep going you're doing a great job here excited to see cheers all right man thank you so much i appreciate that take care everybody i love y'all stay safe